0: It has finally blown into the open for all to see. The stock market has been broken for a while, for for a long time, actually. The idea that the stock market is where price discovery takes place on a rational, transparent basis with uh, ups and downs and, and some amount of chaos, but free of rampant manipulation, that idea has now totally imploded. What has been visible for a long time but uh, now blew into the open is just how manipulated the market is by all sides. How over leveraged the big players are because the Fed encouraged them to and uh, how enormous the risks are and how crazy the trading strategies are. And the stock market soared to record out of whack valuations. In a terrible economy where at least 10 million people have lost their jobs and are still out of work and where entire industries have gotten crushed. The whole thing is propped up by stimulus and bailout payments to consumers and companies alike. And then came a new force, or or rather the force wasn't new, but the magnitude was, regular folks ganging together in the social media, particularly on Reddit's Wall Street Bets, and they were deeply cynical about the fake markets, and they saw an opportunity, and they conspired to make a ton of money and push some hedge funds over the cliff by buying long the most shorted stocks, in other words, by conspiring to engineer a historic short squeeze. This coordinated buying by by the crowd on Wall Street bets of a handful of small, most shorted stocks drove up the prices, sometimes by a 100% or more in a day, which pushed the hedge funds that were short those stocks to the brink. And it pushed online broker Robinhood to the brink, and it revealed for all to see just how broken the stock market has been. I'm Wolf Richter, the head honcho at WolfStreet.com, where we tell the stories behind business, finance, and money. And you're listening to the Wall Street Report. It's Sunday, January 31st, 2021. You know it's serious when the New York Times puts a stock chart at the top of its front page, which it did in its Saturday morning edition. And not any stock chart, but a chart of GameStop, one of the stocks targeted by what likely became the biggest and most widely organized and most effectively manipulated short squeeze in history. GameStop started surging in April last year, a brick-and-mortar retailer of video games whose annual revenues has plunged by over 50% since uh, 2016. It's a company that has gotten caught up in the brick-and-mortar meltdown before the pandemic, and uh, the pandemic made everything a lot worse. In early April, it was still trading at around $3 a share, and uh, by the end of August, it had more than doubled to uh, $7 a share. By Thanksgiving, it had doubled again to $14 a share. And by mid-January, it had more than doubled again, trading then at $31 a share. The share price has multiplied by 10 since April. And then all heck broke loose, and it spiked ultimately to 483 bucks a share last week, with vertigo-inducing volatility surging and plunging by huge amounts in a matter of hours. On Friday, it closed at uh, $323 a share, up by over 100 times from the 3 bucks in April. Other stocks went on different gyrations. For example, on Friday, a heavily shorted stock, Seabird Financial, which hadn't gotten the full treatment, suddenly jumped by 400% in early trading on no news whatsoever, soaring from uh, $375 a share at the close uh, the day before to $18.50 before uh, plunging partway back to earth throughout the day and, and in after our tradings ended up at $7.33 a share amid enormous trading volume. People are chasing lottery type returns. The folks on Wall Street Bets that openly conspire to create this short squeeze, the number is heading toward the 10 million mark. Well, They didn't create the situation. They just took advantage of an opportunity to manipulate those share prices their way. They saw that the most shorted stocks were incredibly vulnerable to a short squeeze, and if enough buyers got together, they could push those over-leveraged hedge funds that had shorted the stocks at $10 or at $20 or even at $50 over the cliff. It was highly effective stock manipulation. It outdid by a huge margin the stock manipulation schemes that those hedge funds had undertaken to push down those shares. Those hedge funds looked practically amateurish with their reports that they spread across the media in order to crush those shares that were short. Now everyone gets to see the manipulations, even on the front page of the New York Times, which has for years purposefully ignored just how badly the market is broken. The trading strategies that blew up and that blew the whole schmear into the open, is that over-leveraged hedge funds have been shorting to already most shorted stocks, which are stocks with a relatively small float that can be easily manipulated. And they're doing this on one side while being long other stocks. This didn't start with GameStop. It started a long time ago. Tesla stock is a primary example in recent history. The hedge funds that were short were taking massive losses in the shortest amounts of time as the most shorted stocks jumped. To get out of these trades, the hedge funds had to buy these shares back, and so a mad scramble ensued to find those shares and buy those shares at whatever price and shares sort further. And because these hedge funds were losing so much money on their short trades, they attempted to lower their risk profile, as determined by a formula called Value at Risk which is what they used to make their own clients feel better about the hedge fund, not just uh, blowing up one day and taking all the money down with it. As those hedge funds sold their long positions, those prices began to slide. And so hedge funds were losing money on their shorts, and they were losing money on the longs, and they were leveraged out the wazoo, and uh, they were blowing up. A lot of wealthy people gave the money to those hedge funds to beat the market with and and to make a killing. And now the money was going down to heck in a matter of days or or hours. And some of the hedge funds at the brink of the collapse got bailed out by other hedge funds. For the crowd on Wall Street bets, uh, this was a huge victory. Not only were they sitting on lottery gains, but they're blowing up a trading strategy and nearly some hedge funds. They're now something like the world's largest and uh, most chaotic and uh, centralized hedge fund. And uh, since their schemes are public and other investors, including other hedge funds, can trade along with them. It's a power trip and, and they're getting a huge kick out of it. They had a plan, and, which was to make a ton of money and in the process push the hedge funds over the cliff and, and they executed that plan. Hedge funds have long done everything they could to manipulate stocks their way. Short sellers came out with devastating reports about a company. Some of the facts were true and, and, and some were false, but it didn't matter. Uh, this is the game of short and distort. The report would be released before start of trading and uh, all the financial media would jump on it and the short seller would appear on CNBC and explain why this stock would collapse, etc. It was all a big manipulation scheme and it worked most of the time and at least for a brief period the stock plunged and, and the short seller could take a profit. A reverse form of the classic pump and dump. On the long side... The same has been happening for eons at the highest level of Wall Street with uh, bullish reports about crappy companies and strong buy recommendations and all kinds of fabricated stuff. I mean, just look at Tesla shares. The hype machine behind that stock is huge. It's Musk himself with his promises that uh, may materialize years behind schedule or that don't materialize at all and and were just empty promises, all of them designed from get-go to manipulate up the share price. And there are the Wall Street banks that make a huge amount in fees every time Tesla raises money. Tesla raised over $12 billion in 2020 alone. So these banks have huge financial incentives to manipulate up those shares. Then there's the army of Tesla fans uh, that crawl all over the social media, and, and they take no prisoners. They work tirelessly to pump up Tesla shares. The thing is, as long as the shares are manipulated higher, everyone is good with it. And regulators supported. It. It's the oldest game in town. The Fed is a big proponent of it through its monetary policy. It has a word for it, the wealth effect. President Trump jumped on the bandwagon as soon as he was elected. Everyone's doing it. But now that millions of individual investors are conspiring on Wall Street bets to drive up share prices of the most shorted stocks to push a bunch of hedge funds over the cliff, it rattles some nerves. But but these traders are collectively also taking huge risks. And in the process, they were just about to push their own trading platform, Robinhood, over the cliff. The blame for the enormous risk appetite out there, the, the reckless leverage, the crazy trading strategies by hedge funds, and the huge incentives to manipulate goes to the Fed. It printed $3 trillion in three months and uh, about $6 trillion in 12 years to create exactly those kinds of financial markets where no one cares about anything anymore, where everyone is just chasing after the wildest returns, and where investors that follow prudent strategies are ridiculed and earn near zero returns. And that's what the Fed got. That's where the blame is. The Fed is the biggest market manipulator out there. Its primary target are the credit markets, but it has a strong effect on the stock market, and the Fed knows that and counts on it as part of its monetary policy. It made clear it wants asset bubbles, it wants blind exuberance, it wants reckless risk-taking and huge leverage, and has shown when those bets blow everything up, it will step in and bail out the biggest betters. In the current short squeeze, Huge profits are being realized by institutional investors from private equity firms to pension funds that have been holding the shares of uh, GameStop and, and other more shorted stocks whose prices have spiked to high heaven. Those, uh, some of those institutional investors have now dumped their positions and cashed out at these ginormous prices, earning billions of dollars in lottery-style gains. They effectively sold their shares to hedge funds that were short and were scrambling to buy the shares, to cover their short positions, and to traders that were trying to write up those shares. This happened across the most shorted names. For example, GameStop disclosed on Thursday that Korea-based Must Asset Management, uh, one of its largest shareholders, sold its entire stake of uh, 3.3 million shares that it had bought sometime before March 19, 2020. If it sold those shares at Wednesday's closing price, it made about $1.1 billion in gains. AMC Entertainment, the movie theater chain trying to stave off bankruptcy, is near the very top of the most shorted stocks. And its price exploded from around $2 a share in mid-January to $20 a share on January 27th, multiplying by 10 in two weeks. Well, its second-largest holder, private equity firm Silver Lake, disclosed that it sold its entire stake of 44 million shares for $713 million at an average price of $16.05 each. The Ontario Teachers Pension Fund in Canada sold its entire 16% stake in the U.S. mall landlord Macerich, another one of the heavily shorted stocks, whose shares had doubled in January. These happened across many of the most shorted stocks. They all made the lottery-style returns and and they took the sales proceeds and put them in treasury securities or whatever and they're out of there. Amid this chaos, Robinhood imposed draconian limits on trading of 50 stocks, including the most shorted stocks. Its justification It said on Friday that its clearinghouse had demanded a massive increase in the deposit that Robinhood, has to keep at the Clearinghouse. Robinhood had to raise $1 billion from its existing investors and get another $500 million from a bank credit facility. The Clearinghouse, National Securities Clearing Corp., which is owned by Depository Trust and Clearing Corp., demanded the additional capital in order to guarantee those shares, amid the huge volume and the, the enormous volatility of those shares. It wants to protect itself in case Robinhood blows up. Whether or not the Robinhood fallout can be contained remains to be seen. But other brokers too imposed some trading limits, including Schwab, which uh, raised its margin requirements for those stocks and, and imposed some limits on option trading. And uh, but none were as draconian as Robinhood. Robinhood is uh, free for its users. It it makes its money from selling its users' order flow data to investment firms. This is real time data about which stocks its users are buying and selling. According to Robinhood's uh, regulatory filings with the SEC, it generated $271 million in revenues in the first half of 2020 from selling its users order flow data. Much of it came from Citadel. The SEC nailed Robinhood for misleading its users about the sales of their order flow data and and about not trying to find uh, the most competitive rates for executing orders. In December, Robinhood agreed to pay $65 million to the SEC to settle the charges. But it still sells its users order flow data because that's the way it makes its money. Robinhood isn't alone in selling order flow data. For example, TD Ameritrade, which is now owned by Schwab, earned $560 million from selling its users order flow data to investment firms. And uh, lots of brokers are doing it. Those relationships between Robinhood and the firms that execute its orders and its clearinghouse and the firms that pay for the order flow data are now coming under further scrutiny after the trading halts in those stocks and, and amid allegations that those halts were imposed to, to prevent the hedge funds from blowing up and making serious dents into the billionaires that are behind these hedge funds, investment firms, and clearinghouses, many of them affiliated in, in various ways. Congress is now uh, seeing a dual opportunity. On one side, the millions of infuriated retail traders that got locked out from trading the most shorted stocks. And on the other side, the teetering hedge funds that are now giving their rich clients and owners the willies. So Congress promised to look into it. It's doing what it knows best to do. Uh, On one side, it's trying to coddle up to the millions of infuriated traders that got locked out from trading. So those are voters. And on the other side, it's creating pressure on those hedge funds and uh, the wealthy owners and clients to unleash a tsunami of campaign contributions to get the situation under control. As first step, Congress woke up the SEC, which then issued a statement on Friday that said that it's working with other regulators uh, to, quote, ensure that regulated entities, and and here the SEC is likely talking about brokerage firms and clearinghouses, etc., uphold their obligations to protect investors. And it said that it would pursue potential wrongdoing. It said, we will act to protect retail investors when the facts demonstrate abusive or manipulative trading activity that is prohibited by the federal securities laws. Also on Friday, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton issued 13 civil investigative demands, which are the, the civil equivalent of subpoenas, to various entities of Robinhood, TD Ameritrade, TD Bank, E-Trade, WeBull Financial, Interactive Brokers, Citadel Financial, Apex Clearing Corporation, and, and others. Paxton said the apparent coordination between hedge funds, trading platforms, and web servers to shut down threats to their market dominance is shocking, unprecedented, and wrong. Meanwhile, Fed officials from Powell on down have been busy deflecting criticism that their reckless monetary policies have caused this kind of crazy exuberance and risk-taking and leverage across the board from smaller traders to uh, overleveraged hedge funds. What all this shows for all to see is just how massively the stock market has been manipulated from the Fed on down. Most of these manipulations attempt to manipulate prices up, but some manipulations are aimed at pushing prices down. What the millions of people conspiring on Wall Street bets to to exact a pound of flesh have accomplished was enormous. They have shown for all to see just how completely broken the stock market is. I'm Wolf Richter, pushing on strings at wolfstreet.com, where we tell the stories behind business, finance, and money. Thank you for listening to the Wolf Street Report.